boarding campers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was back. solid. Oh, thanks. That was very work solid. On it. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> John O. Wilson, welcome back to camp. What a, uh, what a return. It's good to be back. Got a Coors Light. Got hand. a Coors Light. Fuck. A little hair of the dog. Well, it feels like we're in the Rockies in this fucking cold city that we live in. God damn we're it. Such wimps. We're no, such what? wimps. But honestly, like, I look at my phone and it says like 60 degrees and I'm like, oh, well, just <laughs> fuck this. 60 degrees. Give me a break. Oh, give me a break. That's right. No, like I, I've been talking about the weather's been a running theme in the last like five episodes. <laughs> Can't get over it. Because We're it's obsessed. just like, wait, what the, what, what's going on here? Not, this is what we moved out here for. No. And honestly, <laughs> I don't care that this has become a conversation with every single person no, I, I know in California. <laughs> it's warranted. We don't deserve right. this kind of thing. We don't deserve this. We deserve to walk outside in whatever we want. No, I agree. Like, we, that's, <laughs> that's why we're here. The right, rest right. of California isn't great. So at least give us the weather. So, no, like, seriously. Like, I, I don't think San Diego's dealing with it. Probably not. No, San Diego's always, always fine. Oh, they're fine, San Diego. But I, we talk about it because it's literally not supposed to be like this. Like, no. That's why it's a topic of conversation. I, this is a new jacket. I bought a fleece jacket because right. I was like, this is going to come in handy. Right. When, and when, did, you, when did you get it? Uh, like three months ago. Oh, yeah, right. Seriously. And like five months before that, I bought a heavier jacket. <laughs> right. No, it's, it doesn't make any sense, but that's no. a, what brand is that jacket? The Miles Apparel. M-Y-L-E-S. It's ah. very, very nice stuff. <laughs> but with no Patagonia on that jacket, I bet you got a lot of dirty looks. Yeah. Like, oh, where's that, where's that, that Patagonia jacket? Not Patagonia? <laughs> not North Face? What the hell's your problem, man? <laughs> uh, not even Marmont? <laughs> not Marmont. Marmont's nice. It, yeah, Marmont is nice. Um, I remember I made a meme one time. It was the four Beatles. <laughs> and I feel like I like nailed it. In that John Lennon was the North Face. Paul McCartney yeah. was Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Harrison was Columbia and Ringo Starr Ringo was, was Marma. Was Marma. <laughs> and I was like, this feels scary. Accurate. <laughs> it's like, I don't think it's going to get any better than this. No, this is the pinnacle of memes. Um, let's just get a movie real quick. Uh, so, so usually I do the show around like 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yeah. Uh, but I, we, we, we had to pivot. We had to, which pivot. is all good. Um, but let's see what's on Comet. So we're just, we're just going to find, <laughs> Star- yes. Yeah, Star- what is Stargate? I, I don't know. It's I, I, always, <laughs> on it is always on and it, and the picture that they have like you know like the little preview picture that they have is always some psychotic looking being or alien or something yeah well i i, I feel like in, when i was little the stargate was at the um so, so this channel comet when i do the show they play really fucking ridiculous like movies from the 80s and yeah. 90s but and then at night when the when the sun goes down it's like buffy the vampire slayer stargate outer limits uh, and X Files, so we we stumbled upon a Stargate. But I thought Stargate was a movie. Was the it Kurt movie? Russell film? Yeah, that's right. It was Kurt Russell, James Spader. I right. I loved it. It was like right around the time when I was like I was probably like thirteen. So I was like, yeah, PG thirteen movies are like my thing now. Right, right. And I I watched that movie. My grandfather. Um, had a buddy who worked at the cable company, so he get, got him a hot box. Oh, oh so okay. he had all the pay per view channels for free, right? And you know, it was like the two movies that I felt like for some reason were always on pay per view were Stargate mm-hmm. and Twister. 
Oh yeah, Twister was on. Twister's great. Twister's great. Yeah. Two great movies yeah. to always be on. Yeah, seriously. What was Stargate about though? It was about like. Kurt Russell had a real high and tight haircut, and it was like a tough army dude. Okay. I remember that was also like one of the first times that I was like, whoa, when you're an actor, you just like have wild hair for different movie roles, change, which is yeah, just, pretty yeah, cool. It like, changes. I never thought of Kurt Russell as being a hard ass, but he's like a hard ass I in that movie. Escape from New York. True, true. The thing. That was That was before... I knew who Kurt Russell <laughs> yes, was. No, seriously. But like, and James Spader was like a nerdy scientist and they basically like figured out a, a, how to make a portal into a different like, okay, got universe. It. Got it. I mean, that's that, that tracks yes. with what, what, with what it's called. Yes. Yeah. So no, that's yeah. There he is. Yeah. Look at what a hard ass he was. <laughs> The shades, the black tea, the, uh, you know, the <laughs> Marines. Then you watched, you know, that movie, Beret. you know, that movie breakdown with it, with Kurt Russell. I loved that movie too. One of my, fa- it's actually my favorite movie, but he really, he, 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 wait, changed. that's your all time favorite movie. Yeah, I love it. Wow. I watch it like once a month. It's <laughs> once so, a month. It's such a clean concept. It's such a good it movie. Is. It's so simple. So simple. It's it's like so, it gives you exactly what you want. Yeah. Like they give you the you know the dark night of the soul or whatever. Oh like yeah. Everything is like perfectly placed in terms of plot. Even his khakis and his blue polo oh, shirt and the it, red jeep that he that <laughs> that guy drives that jeep and loses his wife to a trucker. That guy does that. No, he totally does. He literally lets. <laughs> Her get into the truck. Yes. Like, oh yeah, go get me a lemonade for yeah. fucking Mel's Go to the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Stargate, uh, so I've never seen the movie Stargate, because as a kid, I was always just like mm. it was over my head. I didn't know what it what what it was. I like I've always kind of liked you like sci-fi types. I love portal movies. <laughs> Give me any kind of portal. You know, I remember there was like some movie on like the Disney Channel when I was growing up that was like about a kid who like found a portal okay. and like turned into a cartoon when he went to into the portal and he was like in a cartoon world. And I remember just being mm. absolutely blown away by it. I thought for a minute you were going to say flight of the navigator, but that's not a portal. He just has a, what that's does not, he have? Uh, he does like go through time though in space. Yeah. He'd know he, like, he goes back does. to his house and there's a different family yep. there. I love that movie too. Great movie. Does it hold up? I haven't seen it in a long time. You know, what's funny. I borrowed it from my friend, like, I'm going to say five years ago, and I still have it, and I haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, that's, that was such a college I should have brought it over. <laughs> I, I still have, don't have my uh, copy of The Usual Suspects that I lent to this kid in freshman year. <laughs> I was like, it, it's so crazy, like, but you never, they never, like, I never would ask for it back. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, well, whatever, you, whatever. Can, you can have it. It's probably going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're such like, a thing. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a DVD of uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space under my sink <laughs> that I borrowed in like 2014, and I saw it. I was looking for a dish soap. I'm like, what the fuck? My friend never asked for that back. Yeah, my friend. My friend lives like a mile from me, and I've had it for five <laughs> years. And I'm not kidding. Like, there's just been no effort. He's probably been to my house, and I'm just like. In my head, like I could give it to him right now, and I'm like, nah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a DVD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's a DVD. You, you gotta put it in your friggin' PlayStation now <laughs> to watch it. But all right, so okay, so go back. So Stargate. Stargate. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> so they. So this is another thing that this. Uh, wait, let's go back to that dude. Whiteheart Legal. 
So they always play um, this guy. You know, this guy's seen Stargate. Yes. They always play. Look how broken commer- his phone is. His <laughs> phone is smashed. His phone is absolutely smashed. And he's making a call to 1-800-324-6300 marinejustice.com. They pump out these ads for uh, Camp Lejeune water. Nasty water they, they add down there. That I didn't know about In it North until I started Carolina, watching. Why is it playing here? I have no idea. Oh, because why? Because I think I'm sure there's there are people who are stationed there that mm, live in LA mm. that live everywhere. Sure. So sure. it's a lot of like medical commercials and lawyer commercials, and yeah. then and then when they're not playing these, it's back to like the outer limits. Yeah. Target. <laughs> Who's watching Comet? Why is Comet still in business? Who is the parent company of Comet? No. Like, is anybody at, like, at Comet being like, oh, man, the writer's strike? Oh, no. That's why I was joking <laughs> with my friend today, because uh, my friend Nick, who came on la- the show last week, we were joking, like, we should take this to the, to the Comet <laughs> To the Comet offices, wherever the fuck they are. Like, a new idea? We haven't had a new idea in 35 years. Yeah, I don't know who owns them, because really, it's like the Sci-Fi Network. Yes. But the Sci-Fi Network is a shitty version of the Sci-Fi Network. But remember when the Sci-Fi Network was strong? Like what? Didn't it? It had a moment. I feel like. Well, because it, it wasn't it. It was didn't it used to be called Sci-Fi, like S C I F I, and now it's S Y F Y. Yes. And I feel like when they switched to SYFY, I don't know what happened, actually. I don't either. But I do, I don't, I honestly could not name one show that I used to watch on the (laughs) Sci-Fi Network. But I do remember being like, oh, nothing's on Comedy Central, nothing's on ESPN. What's on Sci-Fi? 100%. Something might be on there. It was always on, um, yeah, like that was the logo. Like they used to spell it like what what, what Sci-Fi actually is. Oh, remember this logo? Whoa! Yeah, that was like yeah. I like that's on a, that's on a uh, a website called Nerd Reactor, <laughs> um, and they're just talking about remember Sci-Fi Network when it was the shit. Yeah, like that that logo. I remember that logo. I don't remember this pig, this like jacked baby, but I remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a jacked like, baby with no legs. There was nothing on USA. That? There was nothing yeah. on TBS. Yep. And you would you would fly you fly fly by the sci-fi channel and be like, wait, let's go back. And it was probably shit like this. Yeah, yeah. It was probably some like uh, I don't know, like when I was little, I, I feel like I watched some Star Trek. Like the old, old, old nineteen whatever sixties Star Trek. Oh, like the Shatner. Yeah, the Shatner Star Trek. And I remember liking it. Like thinking Shatner was legit cool. Well, he, he's, he's the commander of the ship, but he, I feel like he plays it like he's a lounge singer. A hundred percent. Like a Ramada in. He was like, like a pretty, age. yeah, he's just like a chill guy who kind of knows everything about the bar. Seriously, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they did the movies, which I only really saw a few of them. I'm not a big Trekkie, but then. No, me either. Choice, or not choice of the new generation. That was Pepsi. Star Trek, the next the generation. The next generation. <laughs> choice of the new generation. Uh, um, I, with Patrick Stewart, I only I would watch the the opening credits because that theme song was incredible. I've never seen a lick of that show. I, 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 would, I would never watch it. I would shut it off. Yeah, because I'm just I'm not in I'm not a sci-fi guy except for like Lost. That was as hard as you I'll know. Go. It's really funny as I would never describe myself as a sci-fi guy, but as we chat tonight, I'm like maybe I'm a sci-fi guy. No, you sound like it. So the portals, love portals. So and then what? What else? So what else? Like Star Trek. I mean, like the thing was when I was like little, I watched like Star Trek and Star Wars, but I didn't really know what the hell was going on. Right, I yeah. kind of was just interested in like what aliens they were going to come in contact with, and basically like what the the production was going to make them look like. 
Yeah, right, right, I was right. always, like, interested in that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like, and I grew up, like, thinking I was going to be a cartoonist. I was always, like, ah. dr- drawing a lot. So I think that probably kind of hooked me, but I wasn't, like, paying attention to story. No, I didn't know. I, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the story either. It was just, like, moments. Yeah. Like big moments or, yes. like, or, like, battles or fights. Yes, yes. I was never, like, I didn't know, and now it's my job, but I didn't know <laughs> what, like, the third act structure was. Well, no, of course not. Like, <laughs> we're, like, kids. We're, like, 10 years old being, like, this. I mean, it was good until the third act, but... <laughs> And then it's funny when you when you start writing, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you think you know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then you read a screenwriting book, and it's like, oh yeah, that does happen. Yeah, that is the dark night of the soul. Yeah. Interesting that that's what they call it. Yeah, that's totally what it is. Totally. Oh, interesting. And then you can then you can go and write it. It's like a, so much of that stuff just goes right over your head for sure. Yeah. You just think it's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, and it so isn't. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh yeah, like oh they thought to put in like Kurt Russell wearing khakis and, yes. and a blue polo. Oh my god. Oh, red jeep. Of course, yeah. The red Jeep was such the right call. It was like a perfect. It was like a brand new Jeep, right? Yep, they just got it. The red Jeep at that time was like the car to get. Like if you're, you know, a middle class, but you've like just got your bonus from your desk job. For sure, you're getting the red Jeep. (laughs) You work like a Clark Griswold job. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, it was like it's a fucking handsome car, and it is. And the thing is, is like uh, red cars, they stick out even, even not in where that movie takes place because it takes place in like the desert of yeah. like New Mexico. Yeah, they stick out and even in Los Angeles, it's like get a load of this fucking guy in his red car. Red, I, I don't like, think I could ever drive a red car. Yeah, I'm not. A, I mean, my mom has a red car, but but like my mom it, had one growing up. It works like it's a red Volvo, but like red, the red Jeep is so. Yeah, she. My mom had a red Chevrolet station wagon. See if it's a wagon. Like that works. Yeah, for 100%. some reason. If I rolled up here in a red Jeep, you'd be like, "What's <laughs> happened to you?" With this new fleece. <laughs> and that's not a it's not a Patagonia fleece and you're driving a red Jeep. What has happened to you? Yeah, that's a that's a classic. It really is. Classic ride. Those those 90s Jeep Cherokees were awesome. Yeah, just so boxy and <laughs> they it, like there was Look at that thing. Yeah, that's a classic car. Yeah. And you know what? The the black uh you know like On the um, bottom the bottom really helps it from not just being like too red. <laughs> no, it brings it home. Yeah, like, look at that at the bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, if that was all red, that'd be so bizarre. Yeah, it would. That'd be really weird. It but would. like the details of that movie, like it's a very simple movie. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it is kind of weird like to say that it's my favorite movie, but like it totally is cuz I think the details of it his the way he's dressed, mm-hmm. the the Jeep, the fucking location. Because I love driving through the Southwest, through yeah. like Nevada, Arizona. Yes. Like I love yes. it because it's creepy. It is, but beautiful. Yes, and like tr- it just it just nails that those like when you're driving through there and you're like, who lives here? Yep, one of those like tiny ass towns, which like literally every single there. person asks that question. <laughs> you know, when you're on a road trip, every single person's like, what if you lived there? <laughs> You know, what would your life be like if you lived there? <laughs> when you have to drive 40 miles to the grocery store. <laughs> and steal Kurt Russell's wife. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, there's just a quality to that movie that does it more for me than like, you know, the Godfather. Well, it's <laughs> like, also, <laughs> well, it's also just like you, you get to a certain point where you're like, wait, is Kurt Russell crazy? Is she fine? Yeah. Or the, and then you're like, wait, is this like, 
you weren't thinking this at the time, but like Truman Show, like is everybody in on it? Yeah, like, right, right, right. What is and also what what is what is their plan with the woman? They're just gonna. Nothing get money really, out of him. They, yeah, they just—it's so—it's such a fucking clean premise. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. They just think that they're fucking rich. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. literally think that, like they the, saw the Jeep. The height of success is the Jeep. They saw and the Jeep polo. and the khakis. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Which is, but that I mean, it goes to show how fucking simple minded the people. That totally, are. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, but like these city folk. She plays like she plays them great, and he plays them as well because. Uh, they stop off at the gas station and she gets like, uh, she gets donuts Yeah, and she has, she's reading the donuts. She's like, wow, what would you rather have $90,000 or 90,000 donuts? And they're just like, what would you do with 90,000 donuts? And then they use that where, where, cause she, when she gets arrested, she's like, well, we'll give you anything. We have $90,000. You don't see her say it. You were, it's revealed when they're just like, um, the woman's gave a specific amount of money that you guys have. Uh, and the guy's like, no, I can't get that money. It's like, this guy's no donut, like king. And then he's just like, oh, she said 90,000. He's like, 90,000. And they're just like, all right, he does have the 90,000. So they, they call oh it back Oh, my that. God. I don't even remember that. It's so good. That's you so would totally good. miss that as a kid. For sure. <laughs> but that's. But it plays like, because it is so shit. simple. It's so straightforward. It's great. It's great. So she's How like, oh, when, she like- definitely told them that we have $90,000 that we'll give them. And then, yeah, when, as soon as they say donuts, he's like, oh, 90,000. It's great. That's a great line. That's so a, good. That's a great little, uh, you know, it's great. It's the great beginning. screenwriting. It's great screenwriting. <laughs> it's just great writing. You know what always shook me, too? That when he, like, gets to the house that, like, the mom is, like, the, or the wife is, like, right. in on it. Like, she's yeah. okay with them doing this, right? Pretty, uh, pretty much. Doesn't did Kurt Russell have to, like, shoot her in the leg or something? No, oh, the kid is, is he, cool with it. The kid, kid is cool. Yeah. yeah, the kid comes out with a gun. He yeah. does, yeah. What a little piece of shit. <laughs> and then Kurt Russell's going into the house, and he sees the kid playing like a, a shooter game. shooter game. Yep. Wow. And he's just like, squeeze that trigger. I forget what the fucking, what his son's name is. Uh, I should know. I've watched that movie a zillion times. Um, Once a month. You got to be, you're probably, <laughs> gonna, you're probably the, watching oh, it's like it. Dak. I think his son's name is that Dak. That sounds right. Uh, and it's that actor, J.T. Walsh, who plays the bad guy. Yes. Great actor. Great actor. Phenomenal actor. Great actor. Um, so, yeah. So, this is this has just become the breakdown part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I was thinking because, like, so the writer strike's going on. I actually yeah. went, to the, I went to the picket line today. Did you? I've never been to a picket line. How was it? I, it, it, it was great. Like, look, I support it. I voted for it, obviously. Yeah. But I like, support it, too. But, like, you're just walking in a circle. Yeah, like, do you think it's a little being old. out there on the picket lines, do you think that actually really does something? Like, do you think that the execs in their offices in the way middle of the studio are like, what's that <laughs> right. I hear? Let me open the window. And <laughs> As if they didn't more. know there was a writer's yeah, strike Yeah, everybody knows there's a strike. Like, right, right. You don't, I don't think you really have to uh, pick it. No, I mean, scripts aren't coming in. Literally, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, it just, I, you know what I think it is? I just think you're just being a nuisance. You're just being annoying. Yeah. I think that's what and it, it is. And it starts to drive them crazy. It's like Occupy Wall Street or like the insurrection where yes. they just went into the fucking yeah. building. Well, I was like, call me when there's an insurrection. We just storm Paramount. Yeah. And just like I put my feet up on like Robert Evans' old <laughs> desk. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where's Robert? Uh, he's not alive. Um, well, I'm gonna take a shit on his desk. <laughs> I like I. So I went there because I like I don't want to. I, I kind of felt bad that I didn't go yesterday. Yeah, you're kind of assigned to go, right? No, I mean you don't have to, but I th- I, I think if you don't go, I feel like they might like because I had to sign in. Oh, I feel like if you don't go, they might know. Like they might take a tally of who didn't. Like, what are they going to do, though? I have no idea. Nothing. Be like, well, if we get these, if the negotiations <laughs> go our way, Phil's not getting any of the benefits. <laughs> Seriously, I yeah, I don't know. I got my sign out there. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write nice. anything on it because I just it's like what is that going to do? Talk about it. What does picketing do? It's it's so some of the egotistical writers can do something clever and be yes. like, see what you're missing out on. <laughs> then the execs are just like, oh, it's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> this guy's that was pretty, all right. <laughs> Let's see if we can make that guy a scab. I was, but I like I saw so it like, but I there were so many helicopters hovering over because I mean Paramount's right there. So many yesterday, it was, it was almost like a fucking BLM rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I was like, is there actually an insurrection? Are they storming the studio? <laughs> Don't put it past writers. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, sure. <laughs> seriously, Trump supporters <laughs> and fucking <laughs> screenwriters. Um, oh but, then, but then LA bars are actually kind of taking advantage of how alcoholic writers are. They're giving like, if you show up to a few bars on Fairfax uh-huh. with your WGA card, you get like half off all drinks. Are you serious? Yeah. So bars are just like, oh, smart. Writers in turmoil. Come on here. Just drink yourself. Just a bunch of Ernest Hemingways. (laughs) (laughs) Just come in here and just fucking cry into your beer. (laughs) I see it gold. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's It's a great idea. So, no, I'll I'll probably go back maybe a few times, but I'm with you. Like, I don't know what it really does. Yeah. I know what the strike overall does, but like going out there and walking around it, you're just like a fly flying around your apartment, like someone's apartment. Yeah, you're a flu- fruit fly. You're too small for them to smack <laughs> away. Seriously. Yeah. Until they discover apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Fucking trap you and yeah. you're <laughs> but, um, but, but, yeah, so, like, but, but actors never strike. Has there ever been a SAG strike? Not that I can remember. Because I think actors get fucking paid better than writers. I think that that's why, but. Maybe. You would think, because I know that there's the, dir- the director guild was thinking about going on doing a strike i thought i read something about that but then and the teamsters what is a teamster is it bad I, that i don't know that no i think it's just like iotsi it's like everybody who like the grips and the you know anybody who anybody who has to carry heavy equipment oh okay basically is that, okay got it uh, i literally like that's the part of casino that i'm so confused about because i just don't know what a teamster is it's like all the people that would like set, set up the star wagons and like it, it's like all the like oh i see it's like infrastructure Basically. Okay, got it. I think. Is it bad totally that we don't wrong. know that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've never paid attention to below the line people, so. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, me neither. No, it's just too busy thinking about portals and fucking Kurt Russell's red Jeep. To- I just assumed the star wagons came through a portal. <laughs> I was like, star wagon, Stargate, makes sense. Yeah, seriously. Um, but so I, so I was, so I picketed today, but then I think another thing that's freaking writers out is like AI. So like Jet GBT can like, it can write a script. Yeah. That's insane. Whether it's a good script, I don't know. Cause I was using it with my friend justice and he, and I was typing it in and I was just like, he's like, type in your movie idea to chat GPT. So I typed it in. He's like, just write a What's scene. What's it called? Chat GPT. GPT. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's just an app. 
Uh, and like you can talk to it. It's like Scarlett Johansson and her. Oh my god! But it's not a voice. I don't think it's a voice yet. I think it's just like a, it's like an AIM chat that you're just talking to. Like, hey, Dude. how's it going? And then they're just like, hey, how you doing, Phil? That's creepy. I'm not into it. No. But so then you can type in, be like, so I'm I I'm writing this thing now where a guy's dog gets stolen. I'm just like, write a scene where a guy's dog gets stolen. And I read it, and I'm just like, okay, they can write it out, but like their 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 version is shit. Oh really? Yeah, like it's just very basic. It's good to be like if you're if you're blocked on something and you want to be like, hey, write a scene where a guy meets a girl on an airplane and they fall in love. If you're just blocked on something, it's just very basic, right? It's pretty ordinary, yeah, yeah. So like, so like, I, I feel like a chat GBT could write like, you know, it could write, it could write, break, probably write breakdown. It wouldn't think of the donut thing, but it could write breakdown. <laughs> but like, it couldn't write like Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. You know, so like. I, and then someone's like, well, not yet. There's always that guy. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I, that's the fear, right? Like, <laughs> right, if we right. can do this now, what about in 10 years? For sure. But it's the people who type it into chat GPT. They get the money. You can't just give it to the fucking thing that of you're course, talking to. Yeah. It's the writer that typed it in, and then they took that and turned it into something. Why, why are the studios against saying, like, yeah, you can't, AI can't be the writer of this? Uh, I, I mean, I haven't gotten too deep into the AI, but I think they're pro-AI. But at the why? same time, it's, but at the same time, the writer is the one that has to type it into AI. It's a, it's a real, the AI is not making it any easier. God damn it. Granted, I don't think there will ever be a world. And I'm, I'm kind of proud to not rely on AI. I kind of like the For struggle sure. of writer's block and just, like, continuing to kind of plug away and then you get it. Yeah. There's such a satisfaction. Do you that. think a lot of writers are using AI right now to like get a, get over humps and stuff? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. No way. That's I kind of, I like the struggle a little bit. Totally. Just I mean, bang then, your head against the wall then and then you, you know get that it. it's, yeah. Then you know that it's like in you, it's mm. gotta be like a feeling of like, uh, uh, success almost being like, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, Oh, what was that actor's name? That thing. And someone like pulls out IMDb and you're like, no, I need to figure it out on my <laughs> yeah, own for sure. And then you're like, no, Ed Norton. Yeah. It feels great. Yeah. It feels so good. And maybe you, you like, add, I think there was like a bit, wasn't there like a Pete Holmes bit where he's like, and then you find out that it's, you, you meet a girl and she's like, Oh, that's Tom Petty. And then you talk to her and you fall in love and you marry her. I haven't seen uh, that. I think it was like, well, I think it was a bit of his, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, yeah, like there was a time where you could just like, you're so stuck on something and then you meet someone who has the yeah. answer and then you go get, coffee and yeah like, that person's your friend for life yeah bars or dvds doesn't give them back wasn't it so much better <laughs> it was so much better but then you use shazam and you're just like ah oh, there it is Immediately i know oh that was spot. so easy i can move on move along with my day <laughs> now are they in a portal right now or is this just like t- tacoma also isn't that uh MacGyver. Uh, MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this was the show he did after. He's got a dog that's obviously on a sedative. <laughs> this, this little girl, this little girl is taking the dog from him. Yeah. It, it looks like he's dressed like he's from another world and this is some nice earth too. And everything's just, they just accept that he go cause they look like they're in like, uh, like rural Washington state. Yes. And they just, do people know that and they this travel dude, through? Look how crazy that guy looks. <laughs> like that guy had a lot of plastic surgery before it was like Tons. in, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's right, why right. they're like, oh, you look like an alien. You'll play an alien because he's got, you know, why he's wearing that hat. I don't know if you caught this earlier. Oh, he's got that. He's got thing, a thing yeah. in the center of his forehead. Some like 
alien. Uh, it looked like a crop circle. Yeah, but it also <laughs> looked like it was something that they just stuck on there, and it was slowly coming off of his head during the last scene. They found it at an arcade or something. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, so that guy, that poor guy is just, I mean, he's forever MacGyver. Yeah. I don't even know what that actor's name is. Oh. That sucks. That's, that's something that, like, I would use IMDb for, and it would say, like, his name is John Hirsch, <laughs> and you'd be like, never would have gotten that. Yeah, what is his name? I, that, but it's like MacGyver's so iconic. It's so iconic. He doesn't even have a mullet. You know what I'm thinking? I can't believe Will Forte didn't get him in MacGruber. You would have thought they would have. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that make sense? I still have never seen MacGruber. Is that bad? What's yeah, worse, it's not, bad. not seeing that or not knowing what Teamsters means? <laughs> As They're, a member of a union. Seeing MacGruber. <laughs> All right, so it's, uh, his name is... Uh, and you know what really sucks? Is what? that when you type in MacGyver and you're trying to figure out what the name of the actor is, they give you the name of the actor of the fucking new MacGyver. It's poor guy. Oh, my God. What a screw job. So let's go to television series. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really need uh, Richard Dean Anderson. Rich, and he's got three names, too. He was really expecting for people to know that <laughs> three-name name, right? Wow, Angus MacGyver. Angus. Angus? Never knew that. Where would we be without this? I never knew that yeah, it was Angus. Me either. I, that's, that's a good trivia thing to know in the back of your head. It really is. It really Someday is. Someday you're really going to blow someone away. And they'll <laughs> right. be like, have you ever watched MacGyver? And you'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you think it'd be like Jack. Oh, you mean the Richard Dean Anderson vehicle? <laughs> no, I've never seen it. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. So MacGyver, I really, I've heard it's fucking amazing. It's, it's, it's so good. And I even watched the... Um, the uh, show they did like a show on mm. Peacock, and it's just like if you li- like Will Forte's humor, you'll love it because it's so silly and mm. so stupid. Like right. in the in the show, they're like undercover, and he obviously gives the team their undercover, uh, you know, looks and names and stuff. And so like Ryan Phillippe is in like a ton of old person makeup, <laughs> and he's named him Colonel Fuck. <laughs> like, that is so forte And it's just so stupid And so funny And he just keeps being like Well, Colonel Fuck What do you think? Uh, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's ever been a comedian With a more like specific fucking brand of comedy I agree, but I feel like it's so Oh, there's the portal Look at that There's the portal Um but and that's exactly how it is in the movie wow. too. By the way, it's a big like circle like that. And then they just go to the now they're, they're in the, like, they're the in, like, wild west times. Wow, interesting. But like this, where is everybody? I want. Did this precede the movie or vice versa? No, I think the movie. This is this has to be from like the mid two thousands. It's got to be. Oh really? I think so. Jeez, it looks so old. It, it does look old. Yeah. But Wait, no, when no, was Stargate? Any of the movie? Um, when was the movie? I mean, Kurt Russell, that looked straight out of, like, the early 90s. Wait, let's see. Um, you know what? Kurt Russell had a few movies in the 90s where he had that high and tight. Mm. Um, let's see. It was from... Um, that's that. <laughs> yeah, because this dude with the glasses... 94. Is, this dude with the glasses is definitely the James Spader role. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, oh, and then totally. Ma- and then MacGyver is uh, Kurt Russell. And then who's the guy with the thing I, on his forehead? I don't think there was... A, that That guy wasn't in the movie, I don't think. Not like Ving Rhames? No, but that would have been a great <laughs> casting. That would have been the perfect casting. They made an offer, he turned it down, they said, well, there's no one else. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... It's too... Sci-fi is too... Um, 
It's too fi. <laughs> yeah. Too sci. Yeah, too scientific. Like Lost was the perfect like it was the perfect amount of sci-fi for me. That, I agree. That show. Did you I watch just, Outer Range? I if there's outer in it, like I'm not I'm I'm I'm, I'm off. Well, like, isn't inter- Outer Limits and Outer Range is the uh Josh Brolin um Oh it, wait, it's and new. It's on yeah, it came out like uh, during the pandemic, and it's like Yellowstone, but like with with sides with some weird thing. They right, kind of right. like lost. Like I, to be honest with you, I watched the whole season and I remembered I liked it, and I couldn't tell you what it's about. But it's so. But I, I remember. I know what you're talking about now because that's a genius. I if I came up with that uh, that idea, yeah, I'd be like, fuck yeah, because you're you're um, getting it on the Yellowstone exactly. fucking craze, exactly. But you're giving it the sci-fi twist and the fact that it's called Outer Range. And right. it probably takes place on a ranch it's and range. It's a fantastic like, title. It's genius. And also, like, it's great to have, like, salt of the earth people dealing with, like, otherworldly stuff. Or there's, like, right. that's not real. Just get on your horse and <laughs> ride away, you know? And it's like, no, there's a portal, Dad. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as portals. Of uh, Shout out to this dude with the crossbow who's got a gun he's never seen before it's pointed at him he's really holding his gun. yeah he's, he is not afraid and he has no idea that he would get murked so fast he's he, just got, like, he got MacGyver to put down his gun he seriously did that's and that's fucking that guy's got balls but yeah like, these dudes that lived in this time period like they had it so rough. They like never saw like they didn't even make it to like twenty seven. Oh my god! Yeah, that guy. That guy who looks probably forty is actually twenty two. <laughs> like in the prime of his life. This guy's face is. Oh, he's got the crossbow back. Shh, no, what a what that a felt racist. This felt racist. <laughs> I can I can edit it out. <laughs> But I mean, I I just love that this dude. He acts like he's seen these weapons before. Yeah. Like it's like it's an everyday thing. Man, man, standing your ground with like a real, just like there's more advanced crossbows now. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is that guy's not scared at all, which is surprising. He has thirty crossbows pointed at his. But neck. that's the thing when you have that thing on your forehead, you probably get made fun of all the time. He's he's got fucking he's seen ice it in his all. Veins. Yeah, he's seen it all. Um, it, what, how do you make a, a show out of this? They're just going to, it's just based Richard Dean Anderson. There's his name. See, that's the thing. I could never write a sci-fi because like the, the furthest I got with sci-fi is Brent, Brent and I wrote uh, cops and robots for Eddie Murphy. Oh that, my that God, was like as far, amazing. that was as far as sci-fi as I could go because I just, it's like the lingo and the terminology. Like I could never, no, I could, I could never write. I just, I just, I'd never write a sci-fi or something that takes place in like, the Middle Ages. Yeah, no, no. I just, no. Uh, that's way out of my wheelhouse. Totally, totally. Uh, I get that. I get that. But, um, but so yeah, so Stargate portals. Oh, that guy. Oh my God. I thought that was uh, Dean Norris. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, Don Davis. Don Davis. Don Davis is at home right now being like, Dean Norris took all the roles. <laughs> he took all my roles. <laughs> I was the stern, bald guy who didn't take <laughs> shit from anyone. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but MacGruber, I feel like uh, going back to that real quick. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Will Forte's sense of humor is so specific. However, I feel like it's like exactly my sense of humor. I know. I don't dislike it at all because oh. it's so. He, you know, he commits to it. it and it's he just d- yeah. so dumb. 
It's it so dumb. Like right. he he he's one of those people that can pull off the thing where like he's making the same joke over and over again, and it's fu- like kind of funny at first, mm-hmm. then it's not funny at all, <laughs> right. and then it gets incredibly <laughs> funny. No, I agree. Like you that know? SNL sketch where he's calling someone fart face or, <laughs> some, or something. Seen that. It was definitely like a twelve forty five. Uh, yeah, sketch. for sure. But I think I, either someone's calling him fart face or he calls someone fart face. And it's so fucking weird. I think it's like James. I think James or Josh Brolin or no, no James. Brolin, no, wait. Josh Brolin's the outer range. Yes. Yeah. James Brolin's his dad. Yeah. Um, Barbara Streisand's husband. I think that it was. Um, <laughs> I, I think that Josh Brolin was in the sketch with him. And it's, it's so bizarre. But Forte, he had those late night sketches that were just like. Yeah. And no one's laughing. His like classic one from the Groundlings that I think like got him onto SNL or was one of the things that got him onto SNL was that he was in a spelling bee. Have you heard this? No. He was in a spelling bee and they said like at the beginning of the sketch, they're just like, all right, your word is business. And he's like, all right, business. B U X L K Y. G F O and it goes on for so long to the point where you, the, so no like the audience and then yeah like the audience up, right? like you lose he loses the audience and then he just keeps going until the audience is back on board and they're like this is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever no I mean that's funny because you you it's almost guaranteed to get a laugh because it's so absurd. Yes. You, you're like, this is stupid. And then when he's so committed to it, you're like, you can't help but not laugh. <laughs> you're like, what, what is this guy's makeup? No, he, he's got that. Yeah. He for sure. And yeah. I, 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 I would imagine that like when he was pitching bits to SNL, it was like maybe one out of 20. Totally. Cause totally. like with the other 20, it's just like, or the other 19, it's like, uh, dude, you're crazy. You didn't, you didn't have this one. You're crazy. I actually, actually we saw him at the groundlings in like 2001. We went to the Groundling show, and we see he was there. Oh, he was probably still I, a Groundling at that oh, time. Oh, yeah, he was there. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing him on SNL and being like, ah. Yeah. But I forget what fucking bit he did, but he, he was just, I just remember him being, like, bizarre. Yeah. But, no, he, he makes it work. He does. He really does. He does. And he actually, does. he was really good in that in National Lampoon's movie. He played, like, the head Who of the National he? Lampoon's. Oh, yes. Because he was actually playing a real person. That was and very and good. It, like, he, I was like, oh, Will Forte's pretty good. Yeah, that was very good. I mean, because, like, he was, he wasn't could, he like nominated for an Oscar for Nebraska? Uh, remember that? Oh, that's right. He's in that. He's the lead. I don't. I can't. I can't remember if he was nominated for that movie's kind of forgettable. A hundred percent. It's just it's, black it's, and white, and it's, it's Will Forte <laughs> being serious. And you're like, what is this about? And all. And like for some reason, it was like Bruce Dern is back, and you're mm-hmm. like, he's dying, dude. Wait, that, yeah, that's right. He was in that. It, yeah, it's got to be the right role. But if you're having, if you're, if you're having your movie in black and white, unless you're the lighthouse in 2020, yeah. 2020 fuck off. I know. Cause I loved the lighthouse, but like I never saw it. It's pretty good. But if it was in color, it's crazy, it, right? It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's I don't, weird. I still don't really know what it was about. It's just Willem Dafoe's just farts in that. Like I could smell them like oh. through the screen. Oh God. No, <laughs> it's, it's, they're disgusting. Oh God. No. <laughs> have you seen Bo is afraid? No. Oh, I have not. Man, I wish we could talk about that. No, get into it. I, I don't know if I'm going to see it because I don't know if I have it in me. I'll be honest with you. I like Ari Aster. Yeah, I, I liked. I think Midsummer. Midsummer messed me up, but I still thought it was like amazing. Yeah. And Hereditary, I thought was incredible. Right. And I like hated this movie. It seems like it's pretty down the middle. 
I, it's not. Oh, really? It's Wait, not. That, what, what is it? What's its RT score? <laughs> Dude, it is, I hated it. I've, no, it seems like a lot of the, people are just like, the I, opening, I can't do it. Like the opening of it? 70%. Is it really? Yeah. Well, the opening of it, I was like, all right, I, I can see what's happening. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. Everybody in the um, theater was like laughing really hard at stuff that like wasn't funny. I hate that. Like maybe it was supposed to be like kind of funny that would make you like smile, but you wouldn't make any audible noises. Right, right. And people were laughing so hard. And I had a guy next to me that was like laughing in a way where he would like lean forward so that people knew that he was laughing as right. if it was like, I get what's going on I here. I'm like, dude, you're ruining the entire experience. Right, right, right. And it's also like three hours. So I was like dealing. So that was pissing me off too. Yeah. And so, and it's just like, it's so absurd. It's so out there. It's like, and to be honest, like, like (laughs) Joaquin Phoenix is like, be careful. It's going to make you feel really anxious. I was like, Uh I didn't feel anxious. It was just weird and annoying. Well, dog, didn't he say don't take mushrooms if you're going to go yeah, see it? Yeah, it was like, that's like right. such a marketing thing. It's like, yeah, yeah Joaquin, you don't buy into the marketing stuff. You just marketed your movie <laughs> hard. But uh, by the way, I wouldn't even want to watch Home Alone on mushrooms. I wouldn't want to watch anything on <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> except the sky. <laughs> no, like, I, it, like literally, and can you imagine Stargate on mushrooms? Like, I, 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 no, I, I would I never eat, ever no. go see any movie. I don't even like drinking and going to see a movie or like smoking no. weed. I never even like smoking weed and watching. I'll a have movie. like a glass of wine while watching a movie. Yeah, right. That's yeah, fine. Right, right. But like, or four course lights. But <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I was like so annoyed. I was so annoyed because everyone was acting like it was hilarious. It's right, not. Right. It's not. Right. And there's just some stuff in it that I'm like. I don't know. I guess I just really didn't get anything out of it. No, it, 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 I'm not going to go see it. I don't like three-hour movies. No. I'll, I'll, the only person I'll go see a three-hour movie for is Quentin Tarantino. Because, of 100%. And I don't like all his movies, but I just I have to go see them because I, I do respect him a agree. great deal. I totally agree. Um, P.T. Anderson, maybe. It fucking depends. I hated licorice pizza. I didn't um, mind licorice pizza, but I did feel like there was a solid 35 minutes that could have just not for existed sure. in yeah. that movie. But I, I don't like, so like, isn't uh, Bo is Afraid like, a, like it's a metaphor for like a control, controlling mother? Yes. The whole thing is about a controlling mother, right. but like, y- y- you know, there, it's just all over the place. Right, and right, it's right. so weird. It's just like weird and like not in like a interesting way. Mm. Like, the kind of weird I like is like when I watched like Vanilla Sky for the first time and huh. I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lucid dream. <laughs> I also felt, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. I, I also seen felt that way in a long time. Deeply in love with Penelope Cruz while watching that movie. Yeah. So did Cruz, I think. Yes, he did. And then you throw Salisbury Hill in there. It's like, oh, Come my on. God, this is perfect. Give me a break. Um, I, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but. No weird like um like uh like I don't I like, like the weird I like is like Black Swan. Sure. Ooh, that was like kind of weird, but like it's there's this yeah. fucking story going on. Like you're following something, and I, I I don't really like these. I don't really like satire, and I don't really like movies that are a metaphor. I like breakdown. I agree. And it, guy it, loses his wife. What's 100%. he gonna do? Percent. And Boom, if it's, man, if it's a metaphor, make it also like a movie. Yeah. Right. Right. right and then exactly. if like you get the second layer, kudos to you. Yeah. If you sure. don't, whatever. You still enjoyed the movie. Yeah. But was afraid is like Joaquin Phoenix's character. I was like. Screw this guy. <laughs> right. I don't care about him. Right. I don't care if he makes it home. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know? 
seriously. Where, where does he live? New York City. I think it's supposed to be New York City. Okay. Yeah. And when I heard the woman that plays his mom's really good, or, or no? She is. Okay. She's very is it good. Patty Lupone. It's Patty Lupone. Yeah. Okay. And she's like very like. She makes you feel. You know, I, I have a great relationship with my mom, but I, I never wanted to upset her. Like, if I upset my mom, I would feel so like, oh, God, I've, I've ruined everything. Yeah, right, right. And she really makes you have a visceral feeling of that. Of upsetting her. Of upsetting. Like, Got it. She, he's been a bad son, and he's upset her, and he's hurt her heart, you know? Got it. Got and, it, it. and it's like, you d- that was the one point in the movie where I was like, I feel this. But then it, like, goes to crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's just, I just like movies that are just fucking clean and buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I agree. I just, like, I, like, I can't do it. No. Three hours of just, like, what is this? And, uh, I, hell no. And also, like, there's not, like, a current like feel to the movie like mm. there it feels like there are six different genres in the movie uh, it's just not fun so anyway doesn't don't sound see fun. it I, I yeah no I'm, i have no interest do I don't, mushrooms I don't, and sit outside instead it, of going to see it i don't care if i like i i, I can't do it yeah i'm trying to think if i thought right i had a camp good boy wreck of the week i don't know if i have one actually uh, For something to watch? Yeah, I usually have something to recommend. I, well, last time it was mm. that movie Plane, which I loved. That Gerard I, Butler movie. You know what? It's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I could have guessed that. That looks so down the middle. Oh, I loved it. It's great. Yeah, I actually really wanted to see that. I haven't seen it yet. You know what? I have a show wreck ah. that I just finished. What do you got? Jury Duty on Amazon. Wait, someone said that movie, that show's great. It, I'll tell you what, like the first three episodes, I was like, okay, we're, this is, this is like weird, goofy characters mm. playing a prank on this one guy, but I would say stick with it. It's okay. made me a massive James Marsden fan. Oh, I, I, I'm always, I'm always, I, I've team always Marsden. been a fan of his, but like the fact that he does this show and it's like on, it's free, it's Amazon freebie. It's not even Amazon prime. What's freebie? You, you get it on Amazon prime, but you have to watch commercials. Uh, eh. But it's fine. It's like 35 minute episodes. Right. It's like a good show to like kind of have on in the background. And then when you see like the big things that are happening, you'll zone in. And I'll just say that everything really comes together in the end in a very, uh, it, it, it's just it, great. It's a great. So wait, I thought it was like a reality show. It's not a reality show. No. So it's all actors who have been hired to pretend they're on this jury right, right. during a trial. Right. So everybody's an actor except for one dude. And that's Marsden. No. Oh. It's this random guy. Marsden is like sending up Hollywood being like, I don't think I can be in the jury. I'm a big celebrity. And everybody's oh. like, we don't know who you are. And he's like, it's in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and, and they're like, you're not going to be a uh, you know, distraction. Don't worry. Okay. And so he's, he's the only recognizable actor that's actually in it. Everybody else is like, I don't know, some improv person. Right, right. But everyone's great. It's it's very entertaining. Yeah, I've I've heard it was good. I forget who told me that, but yeah, um, yeah I uh, I watched. Uh, you, uh, do you watch Barry? Yes, love Barry. Do you what? Do you like the new season? I'm two episodes behind right now. It's fu- but it's gotten very dark. So dark. I'm like, it's well, like Breaking Bad now. It's it not, there's really like barely is. any comedy. Yeah, right. It, I was I was like this show lost all its charm. It was a yeah. charming like, and yeah, it was it was it was in it was like. The violence was kind of funny. 
Yes. I will say like the last episode that I watched was the one, or maybe I'm just one behind was Fred Armisen popped up. Oh and, yeah. That, I mean, that and was, I was that like, was that's funny. funny. Like there are still little moments of absurdity that are still mm. funny, but like, I don't like like Bill Hader. I'm like worried for him watching. This. No, I know. Seriously. It's like really fucking heavy. Yeah. I'm like, he's, he seems unhinged <laughs> no, seriously. and I hope it's just really good acting. Um, I, the, no, I, 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 I had this thing that I'm writing right now that I went like super dark with and I was like, yeah. what am I doing? This is so not working. Whoa. I was like, I didn't, I, I mean, did I stop. Because no, it was getting I, to you? No, not that. It was just it was just wasn't good writing. I, I was like trying to be too dark for no. It's a it's a heavy topic, but like uh, I was just I was writing it. I was just going so dark. I was trying to make this guy's life like awful. Yeah. So that he goes and does what he has to go do. But I was like, man, this is already an intense thing. I need to not make it. I'm trying to make it too intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I got bad notes. I got bad notes from this director, and I as was as in like, that he didn't like it, or he gave you no, notes he that didn't it, help. But he wanted to he wanted to make it really dark, and I'm like, all right, let's let's roll oh, proceeds okay. and go dark. And I was like, these are shitty notes. Yeah, I'm making it dark just to make it fucking dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, like I had I had a friend actually read it, and she was like, yeah, like I, I don't know what you're like. I was like, I get it, but like, what the fuck? It's like torture porn. And I was like, you know what? That was my instinct. And fuck. Yeah, that's not your vibe. No, it really isn't at all. Your like, vibe is like, <laughs> we know exactly what we're in for in the first five goddamn minutes. No, seriously. That's I was it. Like, she like, she kind of, she, she told me exactly what like my gut was saying. Mm. But when you get, see, this is the thing. When you get a director to come on, to not come on board, but like to, to like, that's interested in your yeah. work. You think that their word is like the word of the Lord because sure. they're really hard to get engaged in your work. They're like the, one of the hardest things to get. And you want to like please them. Kind of. Yeah. So I was like, I guess this is it. Yeah. But it was, I was just like, fuck, no, this isn't it. And he's not the only director in this fucking industry. I was 100%, like. 100%. It's like the hardest thing to be like, if you don't get what I'm going for, you're wrong. Yeah. And then right, like right. if you fail on your own terms, it's like fine. No, it's true. It's the exactly. hardest thing in the world. It's like. I mean, all of us to some, in some respect are like kind of people pleasers because it's so hard to like get in the door that when you do, you just want to like, whoever's like the next gatekeeper, like I'll do whatever you want. Right. No. And I mean, Brandon and I had that too. Like we had this, our first script, we had this director on and his notes were kind of like, they were all like, some were good, but some were kind of like, but we did them because we're like, well, we have a director. I guess you got to do whatever they say. Yeah. And we, we did the notes. We, we handed the script into the studio and they're like, uh, what the fuck happened? And we were like, wait, what? And they're like, what happened to like the irreverence and like the humor and like, Everything that was great about this guy, we were like, "Wow, talk to fucking uh, yeah. Louis B. Mayer over yeah. here." I don't like. We were just doing his notes. They're like, "Don't do all like just keep the irreverence." Like some of the stuff's good, but we we need to have a big conversation here. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." Like, don't you don't have to do all the notes, and it's, yeah, it's kind of a reminder because it's easy when you do get notes. It's easy to second guess yourself and totally. be like, "Yeah, maybe that doesn't work." You really just got to stick to your guns. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Because this sure. industry is fucking just insane. Totally. Um, but I, 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 I went too far with bad notes. Okay. That was the problem. Now I've, I've rejiggered it to make it. A, it's, it's, I don't need to go as dark as I was going. I was just going so heavy. Well, it's interesting because like what it's making me think of is like Midsummer And like it's like one scene of seeing how horrible it is. Right. What happens to Florence? Is it Pugue? Or Pew. I think it's Pew. All right. Pug. 
what happens to Florence Pug um, is horrible. And it's like, you don't even really want to watch it. And it's mm. one thing. And that totally sets it off for what's going to happen. You know, that's right, all right. you need. Right. It's all you need. Right. You know? Oh, like, well, yeah, no, like what happens to her. It's true that, that, that one thing, yeah. no, this was like one thing after another. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. all right. And it does, it doesn't fuck with you, but it does put you like when you wake up to work, you're just like. Uh, all right. Another yeah, day you're in thinking life. about it. <laughs> Another day in the life of this fucking dude is just like <laughs> yeah. nothing good is happening. No. And yeah, I was like, wait, what, like when I my friend sent me a voice memo today, I'm like, uh, yeah, it's too. I'm trying to do too much. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah. like, I, I, that's why I'm not like enjoying Barry. The first season of that show is so fucking fun and yeah, funny. Yeah, it is. It and is. then it's just like even Noho Hank can't fucking pull can't, you up. I know. <laughs> It's when Noah <laughs> Hank's not bringing you up, something's off. Seriously. So and Henry not- Winkler, like, I mean, the one thing that did make me really laugh was like, well, when you've got your back against the wall and there's nothing left you can do, you know what you have to do. And she's like, what? And he's like, teach. <laughs> like, yeah. That was like the one funny moment. I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. But also that girl, like she had that hit show. Oh, and my then God. Like, it's just like, oh, man, nothing good yeah, is happening depressing. in the show. It really it's is really become. depressing. And then, uh, fuck, I thought I had But I suppose like if you're making a show about a hitman, like is it going to be a happy ending? Uh, uh, I mean, well, we wrote the hitman's wife's bodyguard. It's pretty well, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But that lives in such a different uh, yeah, world. Yeah. It's such a different world. Like, right, right. I, I, I think that I'm, it's not like bumping me quite as much because I kind of felt like we were going here. I kind of felt like from the first season, like it's going to get Yeah, for dark. sure. For sure. And I did like last season and it got dark last season. Yeah. And then wasn't there that episode where he's like on the beach and looking at a ship? Yeah. Coming? He's like dead or something. Right, right, right. right? It was. And then now this one, oh, but well, you're not caught up. No. Okay, so I won't spoil what happened okay, this week. You. But I was like, what the fuck? Oh, really? And then it was one of those closing credits with like, it's not like a closing credit with like a song playing. It's the closing quiet. credit. Quiet, but like there's like a, a breeze. Oh, I don't like that. I was just like, oh, man, what well, man. It's true. It's like, is Hater okay? Yeah. <laughs> I love Hater. I do too. Um, but yeah, it's like, what's, is he going through like a divorce or something? He's already divorced. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's dating Ali Wong now. Is he really? Yeah. Ah. Oh, beef. Beef was great. It's not bad. Yeah. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I was it. like, all right. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, she is really talented. She's very talented. Um, great acting. She has. She is a good. I remember. I used to do stand up with her in New York, mm-hmm. and she was like, she's like a force. I, I had like, done stand up with like, her whoa. once or twice before, and yeah, she's this like little mighty mouse. She really is. Yeah. Um, Stargate still going. Stargate. And they're still at this. They're, they're still they're still negotiating. They're still face to face. This crossbow guy is furious. <laughs> the guy with the emblem on his head does not give a shit. He really doesn't. Uh, I, I don't. I haven't recognized one of these actors. Although that guy's the big guy with the thing on his forehead seems. Isn't he in? No, I've never seen him in anything. No, I mean. I would have gambled that he was in like a Rocky or something, but (laughs) he's not. He's not. How's that Coors Light? It's great. So you had a, so hair of the dog. What'd you do last night? I went out with a couple of people from my acting class. It gets boozy. It gets a little boozy. It gets a little boozy. Uh, Uh, Where'd you go? To the umbrella company on Melrose. Oh wait, that uh, I know that bar. Isn't it's a it? new? It's I think it's pretty new. It's like th- a new yeah. hip happening spot. I went on a second date there. Oh really? Yeah. 
Hey, was there a third? No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, it's a nice little spot. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. Oh. Uh, we had a, a waitress. It was her first night. And I got to tell you, she didn't want to give us anything. Like, huh. she was in the worst mood from moment one. And it was like, you know, like one of the guys we were with was like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, okay, she's not going to like that. Mm. You know, I get it. It's like being nice. It's being friendly. But sometimes it comes off a little like, uh, yeah. you I know, never like, I don't want to be your friend. Right. You know, um, and she was just like not also not the person to do it to. <laughs> right, right. Right. But he, she like came over. I like sat down. She came over. She dropped off his drink and I already had the menu open on my phone. And I was like leaning over to say something and she just walked away. Ooh. I was like, oh, she does not. She's not into this. Yeah. I never do that. Uh, asking what their name is. I've never done that. I don't think I have either. I don't because I don't care. <laughs> And they don't care. No, they don't want to be like, I'm <laughs> right, Cindy. Right. It's really nice meeting you. Like, what was your day like? No, right. they don't want that. No, they really don't. I, I've never, I've never really been one to like crack too many jokes with like the, the with like wait staff <gasps> no. and bartenders. It's, it's just, unless you're like having, unless there's like a chemistry there. Like yes, been unless waiting there's on like an actual, night. or there's just like an actual moment and it's like, you like make a quick look or like whatever and mm. you have a little laugh and you move on with your lives. You yeah. both are busy. You're both yeah. doing stuff. Right. Let them work. Yeah. I, I, but I feel like once you hit like, what is it? Would you say maybe 80 or 85? You just start like, yeah, that's that. You just start cracking jokes. With waiters, which is now just, I just, think <laughs> I'm going to be the exact opposite. I think then, I'm going to go <laughs> more into myself <laughs> as I get older. Like I like, <laughs> I have to do like this show tonight and I just could not want to just like go home and lay on the couch more. Oh, oh my. That's why I stopped doing stand up. Oh my God, dude. I was like, fuck. I mean, I was, I, I wanted to go home and write, but like, even if I wasn't writing, I was just like, fuck that. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just, I, but, but the I grind, I'm over the grind. Oh, it's brutal. I know. I know. I mean, at least in LA, you get to like drive around like in New York city where you just True. walk in, it's cold. You got to yeah, get on the subway yeah, yeah. to go well, to another Well, it's cold ship. here too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a sweatshirt and a fleece jacket, and it's 64 degrees outside. <laughs> but it was. Uh, where's the show? The Groundlings. Oh, got it. Okay, so I've made my amends with the Groundlings. Oh, since really? They, since they didn't welcome me into the main company. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, why didn't they? That's bullshit. There was a lot of drama going on during my last six months with some of the other people in the company, and like I think I was, you know, in trying to like help the situation. I think I was seen as somebody who was like part of or like connected to the people who were going through stuff, and I won't name names, but. Um, <laughs> It was just, yeah, it was just a bad time. I remember I had like a crick in mind and like the director, like just didn't like me hmm. for some reason. He had something against me. And I remember like being told by other people before we started my last six months, they were like, this guy doesn't like you just so you know. <laughs> and I was like, why? why? I haven't done you know, anything think you were funny to or him. what? No, everybody thinks I'm funny. No, I, but I agree. <laughs> no, they, everybody does. No, but I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was just one of those things where, I don't know, maybe he, I reminded him of someone he didn't like or something, but he just like was not 
into me and I could feel it the whole time and it made me feel negative and, and directors. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're man. intimidating. Yeah. Even if they're the fucking biggest needle dick, they're still intimidating. A hundred percent. They, cause they, the thing is that, so the writers are striking obviously because nothing exists, exists without us. Right. But the things that everybody's paying to go see at AMCs, that doesn't exist without the fucking guy that correct. Can put it up on the screen. Correct. So they, I mean the power they have is insane. It's insane. And their egos are fucking through the roof. A hundred percent. They're intimidating. They, but the, the thing, director like, could be a fucking fourteen year old kid, but he'd walk in. I'd be like, "Fuck!" But he's a director, totally. And I, <laughs> and you know what? I'll tell you what. I don't think I really had that mentality. I think I was kind of like, "I don't care that this guy doesn't like me. I'm still gonna do my thing." Mm. And I think that probably came off like I didn't, I I wasn't like scared of him or like had this like fear of the guy with all the power, and that probably rubbed him the, even more the wrong way. Right, right, right. You know? No, if you don't kiss their ass, they, yeah, they don't like it. Totally. They really don't. And I'm not capable of doing it. No, yeah, me neither. I'm really not. <laughs> right, I'm right. really not. Right. Unless I, like, genuinely think someone is great. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to someone and be like, I really respect you when I don't, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Well, and also you got to, like, so directors on a movie set are like, that's one thing, but you put a director in like a director's chair in a black box theater that they're even more kind of intimidating sort of hundred percent, like a theater director or like a, like an improv director. Yeah. No, forget about it. Forget about it. They got their legs crossed. Yeah. Maybe they might have a scarf on. They're like not even really paying attention. Like I remember I pitched one, I pitched one, uh, sketch and it was basically like me and this other girl and we were really old and we were out to anniversary dinner and we were like out on the beach. And so the whole, the whole bit was about, we wanted to take a picture of each other, but we couldn't figure out our phones. And as it was happening, the sun was setting. So we were going to miss out on the picture. (laughs) So we literally said like the whole bit of the sketch is that at the beginning, the lights are up, Mm -hmm. but as the sketch goes, it's just slowly, it's like the slowest brownout of all time. And and we were like, that's the whole thing. And he was like, "Mm, no, we can try it with like just the lights on and I was like well that's the that's that ruins the entire that's a really funny idea thing right. yeah because like I wanted like the audience to like not notice that it was happening until mm. they were all like wait is is are the lights have they been going down this whole yeah, time seriously which I think would have that's been a clever. fun like realization yeah and then you're just talk, talking in the dark yeah yeah no that's funny and never you know. saw the pun intended light of day hey Nicely done. Nicely done. Two points. Thank you. Um, So, okay. So tonight's not stand up. Tonight's tonight's improv. Okay. Got it. Tonight is improv. What's your improv team name? Uh, It's so this is like a thing called the uh, Joe show, which they do every Wednesday night. And they have like a couple, um, you know, stalwarts. Is that Uh, no, a couple like, People who are always in the show, and then they ask guests to come. So I'm just like kind of popping in as a guest oh, this see. week. Yeah, are those beers going to throw you off? Nah. Oh, okay. Nah. I could never do stand up like drinking. Really? Unless it was like a late show and I just didn't give a shit. Oh, I always drank when I did stand up. I mean, I did a few times, but sometimes it would throw my timing off. Like even just a few sips. Sometimes I didn't, but I think also like I would I would throw like. I would never say the same thing the same way. It would be mm. more like how I felt it in the yeah, moment, that, right? Which could go either way. Like you know, Jerry Seinfeld is like very like to the second, mm. knowing exactly how he's doing it, right. and I couldn't drink a beer if I was doing that. But no, like, no, no. 
you know, mine was more like storytelling. That's the, you know, that's the thing. Like, he, there's nothing conversational about his stand-up. Mm-mm. It's so mm-hmm. he, yeah, he could never. Everything it's needs to be hit perfectly. So calculated. No, I mean, mine was a little bit more casual too. But if I was c- telling a joke, I I would I don't know, I would say a curse word that was like unnecessary. I I totally <laughs> have done that. I did stand up once. My brother was there, and he was like. You swore a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, when you start doing it? I was like, oh, God. I didn't even realize that. Oh, I swore so much the first time I went on stage. I was of so course. Nervous. You're so nervous. <laughs> You're so nervous. But just also, drop the beer. Uh, it's okay. No, it's, it's, it's empty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it was full, it'd be fine. <laughs> um, but you, had a, yeah, you said something. You had a crick in your neck. Yeah, I was so stressed out. What is a like? Is that like just like a sore neck? I haven't heard crick in the neck in a okay. while. It's like a real '90s term. I, think like <laughs> I guess my first crick was when I saw Stargate for the first time. That's why I keep using that term. But what is a, what is a crick? It I, is like a constant pain, like in your like trap. Okay. 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 Got it. And it, mine was so bad that like I could not turn my neck like if i was driving and i did see if somebody was in the lane next to me i would have to like turn my whole body got it okay because it was so painful and it was so tight Mm. it was like the first time that i went to a chiropractor i was like you just gotta break me open they fixed it and it like didn't feel like anything for the first two days and then like day three i was like oh it's finally going away Okay, got it. So that's a crick. Okay, so portals, cricks, mm-hmm. and teamsters. Yeah. Fucking learning a lot today. <laughs> uh, wait, what uh, What show are you on now? Well, I'm on I Love That For You on Showtime. Right, okay. And then you, do, uh, don't you have an accent in that? Uh, yeah, I'm Southern. That's right. That's right. I'm a Southern boy. <laughs> wait, what's the premise of that show? I, sh- I got to watch it. It's uh, Vanessa Bayer, and sh- her lifelong dream was basically to become a ho- uh, like a host on uh, like a QVC HSN mm show and she goes to an open call little spoiler for the first episode she gets the job and um the other uh stars of the channel are ada mary who plays uh like the cool hip mom and she sells all the mom stuff like you know rose trinkets and stuff like that molly shannon Ah. She's like <laughs> she's like the the mainstay at the channel, and then me. I'm uh, Perry St. James, and I I do all the cooking stuff. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Wait, what se- is it on second season? No, so we um, we filmed the first season. Uh, we are still waiting to hear if it's going to be renewed. Okay, although uh, I know that. They've already written the whole second season. Oh, so got it in before the strike. Yeah, got it in like months, like maybe six months before the strike. So we've kind of been sitting here being like, what is going on? But I think there's like this um, uh, Paramount Plus Showtime merger that I think has held stuff up. And it's just like... There's always something. There's always something. And like, I don't think that it got that many viewers, but the people who have watched it, I think have really loved it. And I think it's a great show, like unbiased opinion. It's I'm like, so feel so lucky to be a part of it. See, that's kind of cool. Like you have these shows like, like succession or the Sopranos where yeah. it's just like, those are the shows where it's like the stop everything. Like you got to watch totally. and stop everything. Totally. And that everybody's seen like, it's kind of like what you were saying with, um, with, um, jury, what's the, is it jury duty? No. Yeah. Jury it's duty. Co- jury duty or yeah. like your show or yeah. like, um, like halt and catch fire. Yes. There's, yeah. the, there's these shows that are fucking on, they're yeah. on the air and yep. they're, 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 they're not like, 
a web series. This is a fucking show They're that's good. on Showtime. Yeah. And yeah. you have one of those shows where, like, I feel like someone at a party is just like, oh, dude, have you seen yes. um, that? I love that for you. Yes. Oh, it's fucking great. It's like not every show can be, you know, Sex in the City and Seinfeld, but there are these shows like um, like an Oz or like a... Yeah. Like I, I don't even know what like like kind of like your show like yeah. it's one of those shows that's like out there and on yes. that's like there's a, a niche audience which I, is just as fucking cool I think I I totally agree and I like I wonder if like you know if your cousin Greg on Succession like how hard is it to get other roles because people just think of you as yeah. that oh, thing 100%, yeah. and like I am playing like a pretty big character that's very different from who I am as a person so mm. it, I mean it's probably I mean who knows well the time will tell. Right, right. But like, you know, I don't think that I'm only going to be cast to play this kind of guy. <laughs> right. you know? yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, there is like, it's frustrating because you want these shows to go on forever. Totally. But, uh, but see like uh, succession's ending after four seasons. I'm like, good. I agree. We don't need nine seasons of that show. Talk like, about talk- lost. Should have <laughs> ended. It should have ended. It really should have. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm here for the shows that, uh, that go for maybe like, Three to four. I agree. I yeah, think even four. Bar- like Barry's only four. Yep, and it's over the season. In and out. I think it's great. Yeah, I think I'm it's great. So on board that. I mean, like, listen, I loved Breaking Bad being six seasons, and you know, same with like Mad. But like, they had an idea about where it was going to end, and I think that's the biggest right, right, right thing. Some of these shows have no idea. No idea. Right. They're just like living for the next season. Mm. You know. Um, and then, yeah, that's when you get just f- like, what the fuck is this show? What happened to this? Totally. Show? Totally. Um, but, totally. N- but no, yeah, those niche shows, uh, like, are like, um, I feel like AMC, had, I feel like AMC had literally Breaking Bad, Mad Men, yep. Walking Dead and Better and Call just Saul a bunch, and Better Call Saul. Yeah. But then their other ones have been, they've been real other shows. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. That, the, that, that network is the king of just other shows. Yes. But like, like wh- you know, here's the other thing, like, like Arrested Development was like a niche, niche show yeah. and then it became huge, you know, mm-hmm. but like they had like uh, search party was like that, that oh, not yeah. that many people watched and then right. it went on to um, HBO Max and a lot more people but still I don't think a lot of people watched it I mean even like there's even like and a lot of them are these kind of like hard comedies like the other two that's now on HBO Max which I think is great Mm -hmm. another Molly Shannon Ah. show and I don't think it gets love but I don't think it even gets the love that it deserves you know right 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 no it's it's frustrating yeah but like it's I, I don't think there's anything to be like that ashamed of of having a show that's just like it's a show and there's definitely people out there that are watching it that oh love God. the fucking that Dude, love the shit out of it. If three years ago you told me I'd be on a show with Vanessa Bayer and Molly Shannon and uh, Jennifer Lewis, I'd be like, oh well, then everything <laughs> is going the best it can yeah, possibly for sure. go in my life. Seriously. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the impressions are just fucking, you're firing them out. Thanks, man. That, well, that, uh, Brian Cranston is, cause no one does Thank a Cranston. You. No one does a Cranston. How long did that take to get? I watched the whole second season of <laughs> your honor on Showtime. And I was like, he just delivers everything the same way. He kind of does. It's just the, it's the low voice. <laughs> and then he'll always go up <laughs> and he'll come right back down. So strong, yeah. The, you. When you first put that on Instagram, the way you just said pepperoni was fucking it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. No one does a Cranston. Yeah. yeah. Are you still going out for SNL auditions? No, that that ship has sailed. I, to be honest, like being on I Love That for You is kind of what I would have hoped to get after being on SNL. 
Oh, okay. And you, you didn't have I mean? to go on SNL to get it. No. Right, right, right. No. And they're all, all the writers are, have worked on SNL in some iteration. And, uh, you know, it's Vanessa and Jeremy Byler who they work together at SNL. And, okay. Um, you know, a lot of really talented comedy people that I'm like, oh, this is, this is the best. I just hope that they give us a goddamn second season. Yeah. No, they should because they got it written. Just fucking. Yeah, just shoot just, it. Just do it. But eight, so HBO Max is no longer HBO Max. It's just, it's just Max. Max what now. the fuck is why I, guys? Why just, I don't know why they can't just call it HBO. Just <laughs> yes, it's so dumb. It's getting it's, it's so. Uh, what yeah. time's your show? I have to be there at seven. Oh shit! Oh, I have to leave relatively soon. Oh shit! I'm just going to do quick shout outs. Then we'll, we'll let All you right. get out of here. <laughs> Let's get some shout outs real quick, guys. <laughs> got about two minutes left. Oh no, we got, we, go. we got time. That's gay. Okay. Oh, I mean, Groundlings is close, right yeah, down the street. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. right off Melrose. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Sorry, guys, I missed last week. Oh no. Uh, it'll be all right. Let's get in some shout outs here. I don't have them written down again. Let's go into the shout out section. Here baby. we go. Uh, hey, shout out to. Uh, Hey, shout out Lafferty. Shout out. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out JP Makovic. Shout, shout out. out. Hey, shout out Jimmy Fable One. Shout out. Uh, form, the artist formerly known as Hand Golf Jimmy. <laughs> um, hey, shout out Portfolio. Shout, shout out. out. Shout out. Uh, let's get another one in here. Uh, hey, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Meme Muggin. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Last one. Last one. Uh, shout out Chris. Mm, it's like seven M's. <laughs> Shout out, guys. Thanks for the page. Thanks for listening. Shout if you out. are listening, let's let this ride a little bit. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Did you hear uh, Ed Sheeran? Did you hear the like, that he's accused of ripping off Marvin Gaye? I did. Did he get off or is it still going on? I, I, I mean, this is my whole thing. So it was. Um, so let's get it on. We know this song. Of course. We know this. So like that drum, that drum groove right there. Now listen to Ed Sheeran's song that they're accusing him of. I, okay, I get Let's it. Let's get it on. You know, I get it, but I like, get it too. It's 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 different enough. So, um, in my limited experience as a musician and yeah. our band, drunk old ladies, yeah, I, I feel like these people that Steve that that everybody says they stole the song. Yeah, I feel like they're just in the studio and they have this idea for the song and they 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 have the groove and they're just like, yeah, like give it a little bit of that Marvin Gaye. Totally, they're not being like, oh, let's steal Marvin. hundred percent. They they're aware of 100%. that. hundred percent. They're just like, oh yeah, like that like Marvin Gaye groove 100%. you're doing there. Jimmy on drums. Yeah. I Dude. think that they're aware of the music and that's what they say. Like, yeah, give, give me some of that. Like, uh, like some of that, like Def Leppard fucking drumming. Well, also, let me like, just say this. Like th- those songs sound completely different they do, in yeah. my opinion. Right. And it's not like that drum is the, like now you can <laughs> never do that again. No, I know it's tough. Like you don't like, you don't think there's a possibility that in Ed Sheeran's head, he's like, and I want to be like, Singing this song about unrequited love or whatever the hell it's about, <laughs> right, right. and it sounds kind of like this, and he's thinking like I'm gonna rip off uh, for sure. Marvin Gaye. I think that's ridiculous. And also, last week I posted a video that did it got like two million views on Instagram. Really? And it was Whoa. about me. Um, you know, I, I've grown up playing golf, and I've always noticed that like people will do fake golf swings while they just have conversations. Oh yeah, and. Right. One of my cousins growing up, it really started with my cousin always played tennis and he would always do his forearm, uh, his forehand uh, stroke. Right. And my cousin and my brother and I would always make fun of him mm. and do this bit about like, what if other 
athletes did this. Uh-huh. So I posted this thing. I thought it was pretty funny. I didn't think it would blow up like it did. It did. And then all of a sudden, I'm not even going to mention this dude's name, right. but all of a sudden, like this comedian and other people started posting, like, you stole this from this guy. Uh, okay. I, well, I know there's a commercial out there. Of the of swinging the yeah. club, yeah. yeah. Everybody right. knows about this thing, okay. <laughs> right, right, and so right, right, right. this guy started posting. He posted about me on like Twitter. He posted about me on his oh, on his Instagram, and it was like you know there were like seven hundred comments, and these were like ten comments. But it really affected me because like you know the the golden rule is you don't steal stuff from for people. Sh- yeah, for sure. I had never heard of this comedian before. Mm-hmm. I had never seen his bit. I was actually like terrified to even watch his oh, bit. I thought he was calling you out for stealing the commercial. No, he said that he did it. Oh, okay. Also, right, that right, he right, did right. it in a right. uh, a stand-up special that was from like literally 2000 or 2003 right, something okay. like that. Okay. Cuz we're all aware of I'm like, <laughs> dude, I've never right. heard of you before in my life, okay? Mm-hmm. And I also realized, like, this guy is trying to, like, clout, like, he's trying sure. to jump on my thing and right. get followers for himself. He's right, like right, a 60-year-old right. guy or something. Finally, I, like, watched his bit. It was nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, right, like right. Like right. my bit. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah, Yes, course. he's doing, like, what if, like, a fisher, a fisherman, like, is doing it? And, like... It, it, it's so different. It's insane. And it made me so angry. And I wanted to reach out to him and just be like, like, take him down. But I was yeah. like, just like, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, right, right. What would that accomplish? Like, right. he's obviously coming from a place of being, I don't know, insecure. No, or he's not where he wants to be. Or he's not where he wants to right, be. Right. And he's seeing like somebody else have do something that, you know, Thankfully, like other people comment and they're like, I've thought about this before, too. Well, when you make a like, joke, it's observation you, or you write a movie. Yes, yeah, seriously. When you make a joke, or you write a movie, you write a song and it resonates with a lot of other people. That's right. because we all think the same exactly. fucking way. So like, dude, you really believe in a, in a world of what? What do we have? Like, what are we at? 90 billion? <laughs> Nine hundred billion? How many? Seven. Nobody like else. Nine point six billion. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No one else. Like, come exactly. on, dude. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. I was like, the ego of this unknown comedian blows my mind. No, I know it's ridiculous, and it's. I had that happen with a with a meme page. Like, I made a meme that wasn't even that funny. It was like uh, the. It was that you know um, when someone's holding a sign that's like your music saved me. Yeah, and it was like Jesse and the Rippers from Full House, which yeah. is a fucking basic meme. It's totally. Like, I got better work. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I posted it and this meme page with like 37 followers was just like, yo, fuck you at Camp Goodboy stealing my meme. I'm just like, don't you like, first of all, I didn't see your meme. And don't you think there's a reason why you saw mine and I didn't see yours? Right. Because I mean, I have like way more followers 100%. So there's a world where like you saw mine. Right. And I didn't see yours. Right. So like I didn't steal your meme from the exactly. 37 fucking followers. Exactly. Like, and also like I just was like I can't this it's is a, a mos- this is a mosquito. On Instagram, man. Yes, right, that's right. exactly right. This is it's a, the this fruit is, fly. This is a writer. It's uh, the writer <laughs> outside the, the studio. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But like it does affect you. It affects no, it, you. It does. Yeah, for sure. I was like I was like had high anxiety for like mm. 2 days about it 100%. and being like is this going to blow up and I'm going to be seen as somebody that steals stuff? And then when I like, you know, my girlfriend was like you're being crazy. Like yeah. anyone who I like respected that I like was talking, like was with those two days. And I was like, what do you think about this? They were like, Oh my God, let it go. Like, this <laughs> right, is ridiculous. Right, right. Stop stressing about it. Right. But, um, yeah, it's like, grow up, man. I've seen people do stuff that I've done and I'm like, it get, I get angry at first. And then right. I'm like, number one, he may have never seen it. And number yeah. two, this is not like a 
groundbreaking idea. Yeah, no one. Yeah, and no, no one really cares. No one cares. Like it's just like you know what? What am I having for dinner tonight? Exactly. Tenders, awesome. They watch the video, <laughs> they laugh, they move on with their lives. No, it's so true. It's uh, like I'll even bug out when I if I post like a starter pack and people are like. If I got something wrong, I'll just be like, shit, should I get rid of this? It's fine. It's just, this is just it's what just happens not when, you're putting, deal. when you're putting stuff out in the world. You just yeah. got to fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, la- it's lessons. lessons. So, I mean, that's that. That's that, I guess. Well, all right. Fucking welcome back to Candles. Good to have you back. So good to be back. I feel Hour like 19. We got to do another one of these soon. Oh, absolutely. Another and one get of these some soon. Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and go to the Umbrella Factory and ask that girl what her name I is. I think so. <laughs> get to know her a little bit. <laughs> See I'll if she's doing any better. Kill it on that show tonight. Thanks, buddy. Good to Appreciate have you back. And, Great uh, to be here. Oh, sorry, campers. I know I missed last week. We'll get him next week. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe out there. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>